Let us be attentive. Sing praises to our God, sing praises. Clap your hands, all you nations. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Let us be attentive. Brethren, Salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. Let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves becomingly as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. As for the man who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not for disputes over opinions. One believes he may eat anything while the weak man eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who abstains, and let not him who abstains pass judgment on him who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for God is able to make him stand. Peace be with you, the reader. Let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Let us be attentive. The Lord said, If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by men, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there will
will your heart be also. Peace be to you who proclaim the gospel. Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. When I was in seminary, the most dreaded day of the year was not finals day, as stressful as that was, nor the day that we had to hand in our master's thesis, as hard as that was. Those days were hard, but the most dreaded day of the year was this day, Forgiveness Sunday, when we were encouraged, in fact, required, to come to the chapel on Sunday night and ask each other for forgiveness. You should have seen the pale, sweaty faces that day. Why is forgiveness so painful and dreaded? Of course, you could say it's also inescapable if you're going to live by the gospel. Nonetheless, Forgiveness is difficult. And I'm not speaking about the kind of forgiveness with the asterisks next to it where you read the note below, yeah, but I hope he gets his. Or, yeah, his, he'll come due. Or, I'll forget, I'll forgive, but I won't forget. Pure forgiveness is extremely difficult. And if we ask ourselves why, perhaps it's because forgiveness is the ripe fruit of a blossoming tree with deep roots. And that tree will not grow in rocky soil. So before we can learn to forgive, we have to cultivate that soil, our hearts, our souls, our minds have to be cultivated. And one of the most useful ways of doing that 
is to bear in mind the essential biblical virtue, which the Hebrews called hesed. Hesed is a difficult word to, word to translate. But basically, it means steadfast, loving kindness. Love, yes, but love that is steadfast and love that is kind, not grasping or self-centered. There are many ways of translating hesed, and we use the concept of hesed over and over again in our liturgy. It's just that we have different words for it. Mercy might be a good one, or when we refer to the Lord as a good God who loves mankind. It's a good paraphrase of hesed. Now, to cultivate that spirit of hesed that can bring about a heart that is willing to forgive, I took the liberty of thinking of some meditations we might ponder this day, because we remember last week, Father Tim told us that, of course, some things are very difficult, but we have to take them bit by bit. So let's cultivate this morning the spirit of loving-kindness bit by bit. Let's begin with ourselves. May my mind be filled with loving-kindness, compassion, gratitude, and peace. May I be generous and gentle toward my own faults and failings as I strive to correct them. May I be delivered from those passions of greed, anger, hatred, jealousy, and fear that bring me misery. And no matter where I wander in this world, may I greet everyone with peace and with kindness May my heart be soft, my attitude hopeful. If we think of Hesed maybe as a stone, yay big, that's tossed into a pond and it sets out ripples. The first ripple being ourselves. But we can go beyond that. And we can think of our family, our friends, our co-workers, those we need each day. We may think this way. May those around me every day be happy and at peace. May they be filled with steadfast love and kindness. May they develop the patience and courage to meet and overcome the inevitable difficulties, problems, and failures in life. So far, so good. Now let's get to our enemies. I call this meditation on loving kindness the cable news meditation because I think it would be a good idea 
if everyone who watches MSNBC said it about those who watch Fox News and the other way around. May my adversaries be well, happy, and peaceful. May all those who have harmed me be free from greed, anger, and fear. May no harm, no difficulty, no pain come to them. May they have good and caring friends. May I be one of them. May, be that, may they be successful and fulfilled. So as we see these ripples of loving kindness from that stone that we cast into the pond grow ever bigger, we come finally to the world. And we may meditate this way. May our rulers be gentle and compassionate. May they have understanding for the oppressed, the burdened, the underprivileged. May they embrace their most unfortunate citizens with love and assistance. And may those facing illness or disabilities in hospitals or nursing homes be free from pain, affliction, fear, and despair. May no one deceive or despise another or wish anyone harm. May all of us cultivate a boundless heart filled with steadfast love and kindness. Should we cultivate this biblical virtue of hesed, we will find our hearts softened and our will ready to ask for forgiveness of others knowing that we would want to be forgiven ourselves and that those around us are suffering from the same afflictions that we bear and who need not judgment, not condemnation, not expressions of anger and disagreement, but mercy and love and healing. And soon as we cultivate this, we will come to understand the first beatitude of our Lord. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And we can mourn for ourselves and the world around us. And as we mourn and our hearts are softened, Forgiveness will follow as night follows day. And we will go in the path of the Lord and we will see that his yoke is easy, his burden is light. And we will understand that he offered to the world not some impossible utopia, but the only way in which humanity can be restored through loving kindness 
and forgiveness one to another. And may the Lord who, pro who preached forgiveness even unto the cross when he said, forgive them, they know not what they do. May this Lord have mercy on us and save us. Amen. Please rise.